Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Tuesday, January 1, 2019. Can you believe it? Happy New Year. Welcome to Daily Walk. I am Becky de Oliveira. I'm Jay de Oliveira, and I'd like to eat pinch punch. Ooh. Oh, yes. Got me. Wow. Yes, absolutely. This it's is good. It's going to be a lucky year for you. Yes, it is. That's I feel like cool. I feel like the year is is going to be very Irish. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. <laughs> this is going to be very good. All okay. right, good. Uh, yeah, yeah let me year. pray. Let me pray for today. Brand new year as well. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for the new year. I want to thank you for all that it brings us and uh, all the hope. I want to thank you for the opportunity, uh, the ability to be able to um, make differences, to transform the communities we live in and uh, our places of work, our places of learning. Uh, God, give us insight and understanding as we read this passage as well, as we look at what it is to be grounded in love and uh, to be of influence in our circles. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, we are reading from my favorite, The Message, MSG, Ephesians 1, verses 1 through 14. I, Paul, am under God's plan as an apostle, a special agent of Christ Jesus, writing to you faithful believers in Ephesus. I greet you with the grace and peace poured into our lives by God our Father and our Master, Jesus Christ, subheading the God of glory. How blessed is God, and what a blessing He is. He's the Father of our Master, Jesus Christ, and takes us to the high places of blessing in Him. Long before He laid down earth's foundations, He had us in mind— had settled on us as the focus of his love to be made whole and holy by his love. Long, long ago, he decided to adopt us into his family through Jesus Christ. What pleasure he took in planning this. He wanted us to enter into the celebration of his lavish gift-giving by the hand of his beloved Son. Because of the sacrifice of the Messiah, his blood poured out on the altar of the cross, we're a free people, free of penalties and punishments chalked up by all our misdeeds. And not just barely free either— abundantly free. He thought of everything, provided for everything we could possibly need, letting us in on the plans he took such delight in making. He set it all out before us in Christ, a long-range plan in which everything would be brought together and summed up in him, everything in deepest heaven, everything on planet earth. It's in Christ that we find out who we are and what we are living for. Long before we first heard of Christ and got our hopes up, he had his eye on us, had designs on us for glorious living, part of the overall purpose he is working out in everything and everyone. It's in Christ that you, once you heard the truth and believed it, this message of your salvation, found yourselves home-free, signed, sealed, and delivered by the Holy Spirit. This signet from God is the first installment on what's coming, a reminder that we'll get everything God has planned for us, a praising and glorious life. All right, that's really good. <clears throat> yeah, I yeah. Like that. That's a good take. That's a good take. All right, here is the uh, the question for us today. Um, oh, it's pretty heavy. January 1. Um, and so are you ready for this? Deep yes, breath. Yes, I'm ready. Have you ever been rejected? Mm. What must it do to the heart of God when a child that it desperately loves chooses to reject him? Can you see why the prophets were more like they did? Wrote like oh, they did. Oh, yes. Can yeah, you see sorry. why the prophets wrote like they did about God's feelings of rejection when Israel forsook him for another? Now, how did the how did the prophets write? 
Um, let me see. Can you see why the prophets wrote like they did about God's feelings of rejection when Israel forsook for for another? Oh, yeah. Well, the prophets would have written about how they are just sad about how we have rejected God. Oh, and how they wrote about God feeling rejected yeah, yeah, and sad. Yeah. So they wrote that in yeah. very descriptive terms. Absolutely. Okay. So yes, I'm. I mean, obviously, yeah, I've been rejected. I don't know that I've ever been rejected by someone that I desperately loved. So that idea, I mean, I haven't been rejected by my children yet. <laughs> I can imagine that being well, hopefully, a never. pretty terrible thing. Well, I know a yeah. lot of people who've had that happen who yeah. are estranged from adult children for whatever reason. That's heavy. And then, well, it's hard to tell who rejected. Whom I think, first? I and, think rejection, you know. de- it depends actually what's going on in your life really actually, doesn't it? I mean like uh, rejection can take place at lots of different phases of life and it can happen like rejection in an interview of a job, rejection like, you know, for a school, uh, rejection for like, you know, uh, when you, you ask somebody out on a date or, you know, whatever could happen like from something that you think is really momentous. Uh, already minor, yeah. or, really mi- or it could be really minor. Um, it could be the rejection of what you have in- anticipated for your entire life. And I think, you know, January 1, 2019, think about all that happened in 2018. Maybe people feel that they've been rejected a lot in 2018. Maybe things yeah, haven't some gone... some years are like that. You things know, haven't you just, gone well. They kind of go in yeah. clusters, right? Yeah. You get successes, you get yeah. a chain of those, and then you get defeats, and there's a chain of those. Actually, yeah, yeah. No, that's um, true. It's true. And so if you so have... So it feels like you're on a streak, and that can be pretty rough. And so then that that like that becomes like heavy to to kind of like... It compounds on top of everything else. And so I Although think Although I think, steady. don't you think... I try to look at rejection as being dodged a bullet. You know, I think it's easier afterwards, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, because a lot of times you look back on something and think, "Wow, I'm super glad that 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 relationship, that job, that whatever, that it didn't work out. You dodged a bullet." Yeah. So I, th- if, I think you, you you have to start looking at God as being it. in yes. everything. Yes. So if if you're rejected for something, a job, or someone that you're dating, I mean, if someone you're dating doesn't want to be with you, then. It's yeah, a no, good thing that good you're thing. not with no, them. True. They're not the right that's person true. for you if they don't see that you're wonderful. So, I mean, I'm always kind of giving my kids that particular lecture anymore. But, I mean, back to the idea of, of God, I think that does make me feel really sad for God, mm. the idea of God being vulnerable in that way or actually being upset, especially if you think about who some of the children of God are that he desperately loves. They're like horrible people or people that I would think of as horrible well, people I think, and that God I think actually that feels mournful of about them is, is interesting. I mean, when you think about the pain of the u- humanity and the pain of the universe to imagine, I mean, to imagine placing yourself into the seat of God and to have created the universe and then to look and to see yeah. what people do and what people don't do. Oh, do you remember those ads that I'm obsessed with, the Montana Meth Project? They're from like over 10 years ago. No. Oh, my goodness. No, no, no. Okay. Have I never told you about these? Mm, well, there's maybe, there's there's maybe. one that fits into what we're talking about. So all of them show a kid or a young person okay. who's a normal, you know, um, clean cut, nice looking young person. Okay. And then at some point during the video, they're kind of, there's a voiceover. Mm-hmm. They're talking about something. And they let you know that they, they tried methamphetamine. At some point, oh, and it, it changed them. So yeah. in this one, you know, you've got this kind of—he's yeah. a nice young man, but it shifts where he is outside his parents' door, and he's beating the door down and yeah. screaming at them, and they won't let him in. Yeah. And they're inside, and they're just 
weeping, crying. It's horrible. This this stuff. Oh my goodness, they're so scary. Yeah. These ads are the worst, but they are very effective in, I mean, making you just feel awful and making you really afraid of methamphetamine. As it turns out, I'm terrified. Which is what but, that, which was what yes, the side effect is effective, for, right? I think. Um, so that makes me think, you know, that that could be what what we seem like to God, like people who are just mm. in this terrible, desperate situation where we've betrayed all the early promise that we had. And even if we feel like we're doing mm. all right, that we probably seem that way, like we're, I, that we're not doing very I well. Deal, I deal with a lot, of, uh, a lot of people who feel that they face rejection uh, on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, and I think that re- rejection doesn't have to be major, like, you know, really huge. It just has to be something small, you know. Um, somebody told me that, you know, that they, they came to church and nobody said hello. There's rejection involved in that. Oh, see, I don't and think so, of that as rejection. Mm, I just think that's, I mean, equally, you could say you rejected all those people by not saying hello to them. Yeah, but I, I think... Mean, it kind of goes both ways. I think, I agree, it goes both ways. And I think that, you know... You can go and you can go say hello. You can go and introduce yourself and that kind of stuff. And I think that that actually carries a lot of weight as well. But but I think it's the feeling that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's the experience that they have where they feel like nobody's reaching out to me. Um, and, and I wonder, you know, God is there constantly, but God is constantly chasing us. It says in Jeremiah that he's constantly like seeking after us and that our responsibility or our part of it is just to respond to his pursuit. Yeah, I us. think God's a bit more proactive. Yeah, than and so it's not like who just feel upset that nobody's talking to them. Or so whatever. I think it's actually harder. I think it's even harder for God um, because he actually because tries. he's constantly actively pursuing. Except us. that also he's God, so it's probably easier for him in the sense that he has some greater sense of perspective, and he also knows how it's all going to turn out. So even if you Japhet or you, Scott, or whoever is out there, is rejecting him. He would know that in the end yeah. you're not going to. So there's this really, there's this really great story. I think uh, uh, when in First Samuel, where Samuel's bitterly complaining uh, to to God about the fact that they are rejecting him um, for rejecting Samuel, right, to get King Saul, and he Samuel's kind of imposing that the idea that they're rejecting God. Uh, well, himself actually, and then God says to Samuel, "Listen, man, they're not really rejecting you, Samuel. So chill. They're rejecting me, and they want a king. They don't mm. want they don't want me to be their king. So I'm the one who should be offended, but I'm not offended. I'm hanging inside this. So you need to, you know, take a chill pill on this. And I think that it's actually it is. There's a lot of pain, a lot of difficulty inside all of this kind of stuff. So, hey, look, our time's up. Let me uh, repeat this question. January one, it's a heavy one to think about for the new year. But have you ever been rejected? What must it do to the heart of God when a child that he desperately loves chooses to reject him? Can you see why the prophets wrote like they did about God's feelings of rejection when Israel forsook him for another? Uh, Look after each other. Live love. Don't reject anybody today. um, And uh, we'll connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. If you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.